Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. This is indeed the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz. Yes, I am your stand-in host, and Joey did allude to it last week, and we are going to break it on the airwaves. Joseph Crush is a now a father of two. His beautiful baby girl was born, Natalie J. Slavinsky. Um, I, I do have the weight in my text message, Tom. It's like, isn't it like six ounces or six oh, pounds? Oh, yeah. Yep. A six pounds, eight ounces, like solid, beautiful baby. Yep. Um, gorgeous oh, security number. Shared. You got that too. Oh, <laughs> Three, <got> four. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like the fact. I'm the de facto godfather of both of the children. So those, those kids are in my, they're in my camp. So I got, I got those numbers. Um, but beautiful baby girl born around, I believe, like 3 a.m. ish this morning. Um, Uncle Tommy and Aunt Nikki got the text message this morning. We got it a little bit after that. Uh, Joey could not be happier for you. Lori looks. Fantastic. And the picture you share with her and the baby and your new baby girl, I'm sure Olivia will be super, super happy. So obviously from your brothers at the Wrestling Journal podcast, congratulations. Best of luck. Uncle Tommy will be there changing diapers by the afternoon. Of course. Um, <laughs> so and then Uncle Nick will hopefully send some money in a card because that's what he does best. That's that's what that's what I bring to the table always. <laughs> there we go. Uh, anyway, so. so yeah, so Joey, Joey, obviously we're missing today's show. He may be missing a couple of shows in the future. We will see, but don't worry, the boys are here to hold it down as we do. It's not the first time we've lost Joey, so we're kind of used to it. It's kind of second nature at this point. Um, anyway, this is the Wrestling Journal podcast brought to you by Wrestle Buzz, where you can where you can find us on social medias at Wrestle Buzz with three Z's on Twitter, at Wrestle Buzz on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. You can download us anywhere and listen anywhere podcasts can be downloaded by just searching the Wrestling Journal podcast, and we will appear there. As we always ask, if you like what we're doing, all we ask is for a five-star review and um, and a, you know a comment on Apple or Spotify. It really does help the algorithm. It's a big deal to us, so thank you for doing that for us. If you could, it is free to do. Just takes a minute or two of your time. Um, let's get to some sponsors. So we are sponsored by Nerd Focus. It is that energy think drink to get you through your days, through your nights, through your mornings, through anything you got going on. Win streaks, losing streaks, pitchers on the DL you know, COVID ILs, whatever you got going on, fantasy, anything, having a new baby girl at three in the morning, nerd focus. That's what you need. Um, as always, we want to point you to our link tree on our social media bios. Use that link in our link tree. Cause that'll help support us by going through that link tree to the website. Um, you can order your nerd focus. And what we want to do in return for you is use the code ND20 at checkout. So you always get 20% off. You never pay full price when you drink Nerd Focus with the Wrestling Journal podcast. Order two or more and shipping is free. We love um, free. Oh, we love free. Paper Champion, fantasy wrestling done right. Paper Champion season six has kicked off the Forbidden Door season. It is kicked wide open. This is different. This is fun. Well, actually, more fun, excuse me, because Eric does a great job. Let me maybe, you know, refrain from saying that he was not, wasn't fun before. It's even better because <laughs> now you have more opportunities to get points, right? It's not just WWE pay-per-views. Now we have AEW in the mix, which is good because, you know, sometimes when you need a couple points in the standings, you can use a nice pay-per-view to really get you going. So uh, double or nothing scorecards are out for those listening that are a part of Paper Champion with us. Get those scorecards in. Double or nothing. We'll get into our predictions later in the show. And just want to kind of give a shout out to our boy, Gurge Brooms um, from the Top Rope Podcast. He's one of our partners. Um, just listened to his show this week. Fantastic new format. Gurge, loved it. Top 10 breakdown of the, of the news and wrestling. Really cool. A lot of fun. Love that format, man. Keep doing it. He is a part of our family um, over at WrestleBuzz. He's our brother. So awesome job, man. Keep doing it. We love this. We love the support from you. We want to support you back. You can find him by searching. From the top row podcast where anywhere where podcasts can be downloaded and again look check them out it's fun it's different because we do it our way he does it his way we are talking wrestling but we do it in a different way which is fun because then you get variety and variety is a good thing real quick uh, Jers, i just i just i just yeah. want to, i just want to put the critics to bed here and i just want to say that 
everything Jersey says is off is off the cuff. It's real life. He's not a teleprompter reader like Mr. Burgundy. He's the real deal. Uh, <laughs> I do. I do try my best. I do not have no teleprompter. I don't even have the executive the executive notes up yet. I'm about to pull those up. So I appreciate that shout out. I do my best. Um, boys, let's get into the week of wrestling. So news broke this week. Uh, Tommy. Dwayne mm-hmm. The Rock Johnson has no movie scheduled as of right now for Mania season. Mm-hmm. Now, we we hinted this okay. all the time. Roman Reigns is the best thing in wrestling, period, right? He is the tribal chief. He's the head of the table. He's the head of our table. He's the head of your tables. There's nothing left for him to do. I said it jokingly last week. His his next, the person who th- dethrones him may not even be born yet. But there's a matchup we haven't seen yet. And the matchup is Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus possibly, you know, Roman Reigns. They teased it in Young Rock a couple of episodes ago, a couple of weeks ago. Tommy, yes. no movie mm-hmm. schedule for Mania season. It's in it, Mania's going to be in his backyard this year. What do you think about that? I mean, everything's lying up. I mean, he's got the XFL launching, I think, some point early this spring. So maybe he uses wrestling to like promote or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. But I mean, hey, he's got nothing going on. I mean, what the hell? Come in for a couple months, do something enrollment. Can't hurt, man. I mean, like you said, they teased it on Young Rock a few like a few weeks ago, a month ago, wherever it was. I mean, and one thing you, I, we know about Vince, he doesn't like teasing things if they can't pay off. And if they tease that on on a national television show, man, come on, that's got to be they got to be leaning to it somehow. I mean, if it's just like you said, nothing lined up, it would just be so perfect, man. It'd be just imagine them going back and forth. I mean. Rock with his mic skills, obviously, and how the way Roman's been for the last two years, you know, being the tribal chief and obviously having Heyman as his, as his mouthpiece, too, here and there. But, man, oh, God, it would just be so great. I cannot wait. If if it does happen, which I'm praying it does, I mean, like, they've been teasing it for so long and everything. So I don't know if, you know, if The Rock is willing to do it. Who knows? I mean, he's older, obviously, now. But, man, the dude's in great shape, as you can see on his Instagram and all this stuff, the dude's an absolute beast. So I can't see why he wouldn't do it. But man, it'd be a dream come true for all of us, I would say. Nick, the I biggest, mean, there's not the many the dreams. match of all time, right? Whoa, at this whoa, stage whoa, of the game. whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a second. <laughs> let me let me hand it off to you, pal. I'm the host of the show. <laughs> okay. okay. You're right. You're, you're the quarterback. Let try, I'll, let's I'll try this again. Let's try this again. <laughs> Nick, there wasn't, there's not many dream matches left in WWE at this time. Rock and Roman seems to be a dream match that we never thought we'd maybe get. But at this point, Roman seems like there's nothing left. So, what do you think, and how would you book Listen, this? We always, we always hoped it, right? We've always hoped it. Oh, how geez. would you book I it? Mean, what, what are you thinking? Geez. I mean, I, I mean, I think it's clear as day. It's, it's happening. All right. I mean, you can't, you can't do this much, this typing up of something and teasing to, to under deliver. This is going to be one of the greatest and most important wrestling matches of all time, especially for this new generation of wrestling fans. Um, even for all, us old timers, as as we can put be put in that category now, right? To mm-hmm. to get a match of this magnitude of this type of hype. I mean, you're talking about big, big dollars. That's what Vinnie Mac wants to deliver. And uh, this is the biggest dollar draw he can, he can find. Uh, there's you, a lot of different ways you can book it. I mean, there yeah. really is. I personally, I just feel like I think it might sound crazy because it usually doesn't happen. But I feel like if they do go that route, I think The Rock will win the first one and they will run it back. My, my personal opinion. And then Roman oh, can conquer good. that demon and take over the head of the, the, you know, the full head of the table. I just don't, I just, it'd be very hard to envision someone not losing a wrestling match, possibly for a decade at this stage of the game. <laughs> oh, it's wild to think. And I was just going to ask you what, like in comparison to rock Hogan, right? One generation to the next. Yeah. Rock Cena. I mean, right. I mean, that yeah. was, you can make uh, the case another for that generation well. to the next. Yep. Now the rock comes back potentially Oof. to do. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, there's not a lot, a lot of, there's matches, a lot of ways they can go, there's but you can do this one special without a doubt. Yeah, really, really good stuff. So, um, listen, I mean, listen, The Rock's a busy guy. You never know what movie's going to, you know, present it to him at that time. Obviously, he's a businessman, you know, through and through. XFL, movie star, you know, tequila, Under Armour, <laughs> forget about it. The man literally does it all. <laughs> the dude's making $100 million a year, probably. He could, uh, you know, oh, he could, I would he could probably say even more. <laughs> probably I would like, probably say what more. Is he, what is he, a 25 mil, 20, 25 mil movie? The guy at this point, yeah. It's unbelievable. The guy's so. killing the world. He really is. He just, he's got the cheat code and no one else has it. Um, All right, boys, Sasha and Naomi. Okay. Nick, you alluded to before the show started when we were were doing, we're in the green room talking. Um, Word is that as of right now, they are not getting paid. Is that what you stated? Suspended suspended without pay. Who knows how long the suspension is going to go on for or what the final ramifications will be come push, come to shove. But uh, 
right now they are not being paid. So that's not, not a good sign. Paid. No, that is not a good sign. So Tommy, I think you were showing the group chat. They've removed a lot of stuff from WW shop right now. Like yeah. error messages when you go there yeah. and stuff like that. That's, yeah. that, that's wiping wild. the slate clean is not a good look. Exactly. I mean, that's they're not getting any royalties, any of that kind of stuff. So I mean, Vince ain't fucking around with this. So you know, he's really pissed off if he does something like that. Even when CM Punk walked out years ago, he didn't pull his stuff until months later. So I really think he's just had enough of these two. Oh, Leaf Sasha. I don't know about Naomi, but I think he just had enough. So yeah, it's it's it, this is for real. It's crazy. You can't yeah. let the inmates run the asylum, right, Jers? Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. you can't. But you know what I was going to ask you guys? And, and Tommy, you just brought up about CM Punk. Is there anyone recently where there's been some sort of walkout or holdout that we remember that's, that's received this much publicity or these many actions taken on them this soon? I, I'm trying to think back, and nothing's coming to mind for me. I feel like they're really getting like the brunt of this right now. I feel like Olsen was like the only real one who like actually like walked out and you found out about it, you know? But yeah. he was the only one that had that clout. Yeah, um, could have kind of got away with it. You know what I mean? And not, and even also said it wasn't the right thing to do. He didn't know if he made a mistake, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't recall anything of this magnitude and especially becoming this public too about it. Like yeah. People go on their hiatuses and they usually write them off for a while, but for this to be that open in the public and, you know, uh, you know, to get people uh, on board for whichever direction you want to support is pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tough, man, because like it's it's split. You can split this one a lot of different ways, right? You can think of the big corporation versus the little guy. You, you can always see of, both sides of the coin, yeah. without a doubt. And if you're not going to like to say this, but we're not going to get into politi politics, but you can see a old white guy versus two women of <laughs> ethnicity, right? You can see that that way too. Um, and also, you can see us wrestling fans, right? Where we're disappointed in two of them because we know the value they bring in what they do, and for them to walk out and turn their back on us as like wrestling fans, that hurts us too. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's a lot of different ways you can cut this one. It's tough and it's hard to say who's right or wrong in it. You should defend yourself, but I think there's just a, a level of per professionalism on all accounts that should have been maybe more, you know, taken, you know, taken, uh, you know, more as like a priority before you just made something so drastic happen. Cause you can see they put their flags in the sand and they are very far apart. So at, mm -hmm. at the yeah. end of the day, right. All, all we could ever do is, is go on our word and our morals. And when, you know, when you make an agreement, you sign that, you put your name on that paper. You got to honor that shit. You have a lot of people that support you and, you know, you sign up for that. Right. And, and all that comes with it. Unfortunately, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows the way you want it to be. But there's a lot of people that believe in you and are fans of you. And to, you know, to do that is, is hurtful, especially knowing how much money they make. Right. I mean, look at us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, we're not in that ballpark. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. it's like it's, it's we, listen, we all we all want to be relatable. But, uh, you know, that's a tough one. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. I agree. Uh, Tommy got news this well actually I'm not even sure if it's news this week you and of course of your great investigative work that you do because you have an eye for these things noticed that money in the bank has now been moved out from um I, I want to make sure I remember the name Reliance is it Reliance Stadium Tommy Allegiant uh, Stadium Allegiant Stadium I'm sorry Allegiant Stadium it's moved yeah, out yeah. of it and now it's moving to a new um new uh, location a smaller location so yeah. i mean you want to give us a little bit of news on uh money in the bank being moved yeah they moved it i i was looking on the map of vegas they literally moved it like a block away to i think it was at the mgm the ufc fights is that yeah, place right so, yeah they moved it there so i mean obviously they just i think they couldn't sell the tickets because i mean allegiance stadium i think holds at least seventy thousand people maybe more who knows and probably for wrestling it's probably more you know they you put people on the field and everything but i mean i obviously just didn't sell like the way they wanted it to, unfortunately. And I, and I thought it was odd, but <clears throat> excuse me. I thought it was like, you know, money in the bank. Yeah, it's a big pay-per-view, but it's not the big four. You know, the big four they hold in big arena, uh, big stadiums like that. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, maybe they have something huge planned this year for it. And, but, I mean, it just didn't sell, unfortunately, so they had to move it. But, hey, man, it doesn't mean it's not going to be a great event. I mean, it's just they whatever reason. I mean, people, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else going on that weekend in Vegas, who knows, maybe like some other stuff is going on. I mean, there's always something going on in Vegas, but I mean, it just, it just to see them come out and say, Hey, yeah, we got to move to a different arena. It's like, wow. I mean, I think they said the last time that happened was like WrestleMania seven or something. They were going to do, uh, if they get the Coliseum or somewhere in LA and they had to move it to a smaller venue. And back then they said, cause it's for security purposes, but now that that was the case this, this, this year, but it's just like, right. To see Vince not admit defeat or anything, but just like, hey, I, we kind of messed up. So we got to, you know, it's kind of definitely kind of odd. But hey, like I said, I don't think it will affect the, the results of the pay-per-view or whatever, but it was just weird, weird to see. 
Yeah, I mean, I can tell you guys this. Um, I heard this week that there's been um, conversations around uh, uh, Clash of the Castle that the ticket prices are too high, and they're having a hard time selling them right now. Okay. Um, so between hearing that, now hearing Money in the Bank being moved, obviously having a hard time moving tickets, which leads me to believe that maybe they're, you know, maybe they're overcharging for these tickets right now, and maybe people are like, you know what, shit, mm. it's Vegas. There's a lot of shows in town. I'm not sure if I'm dropping these many hundred to go see Money in the Bank, right? Something, something to consider. It's, listen, you know? it's also a tough economy for all of us too, right? Yeah. I mean, you got, we got to put in perspective what what we're all feeling throughout, you know, throughout the country right now with you know, uh, you know, people not having as much money as they used to, and you know, it's tough times. Yeah, it is a tough time. So we will see. I'm sure more to come. We'll keep everyone posted as we kind of you know see the developments of this. But it looks like Money in the Bank has been officially moved, and uh, I hope it doesn't affect the show in terms of what it, they actually have planned and um, the outcomes and whatnot. Yeah, because I, I I did hear that Rhonda and Roman are both not um, going to be yeah. involved in Money in the Bank. So obviously, when two some of your bigger stars aren't going to be involved, it's not going to move tickets very fast. Yeah, I probably had absolutely. I probably had a factor in it too. I would have to agree. Um, also news this week, Jeff Jarrett's back in WWE, and the word is that he's in a high executive role. So double J. Do it, do it, Jersey. WWE. Do it. No. J double J A. You're, you're doing a good job. I don't do I don't do it as good as wait. Uh J on J- E double F. Yeah. E double F J A double R E double T. Yeah. Um, Joey just wrote Jared on the thing. So he, he threw me off. I, I need to like see it written out and then I can do the whole spiel. But um, damn that Joey. Legend. Damn him. Um, but no, I think, I think it's cool. Cause you know, Jeff Jared has been a part of a bunch of things, right? He's, he's had his WCW run where he was great. And then I remember the, I always remember the Vince World Russo Champion moment when he, he pretty much laid down for Hogan. They threw the belt around. I remember that like it was yesterday. I saw that lie that blew my mind. Yeah. You know, he was the, you know, the, I guess the godfather uh, with his dad, I believe um, around impact wrestling being more TNA, you know, total nonstop action um, being born. And there's one was a TNA. TNA was a blast. TNA was AEW. At, at a point years ago, you know, it was, it was another yeah, well, company. Prime styles, prime Samoa Joe, man. They had some yeah. big time, big time yeah, stars. Christopher there. Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, oh, those guys man. in those age, that exhibition Joe, was some, Joe, of the, those guys. Yeah. some of the specialist matches I've seen in a long time. That was a fun time. So, you know, he's had his ups and downs, like many of the, many of the promoters will call it in the business. So curious to see what Jeff Jarrett's going to bring to WWE. I feel like raw has been a better product overall. I feel like SmackDown has been very repetitive. I feel like they keep rotating yeah. and rerunning out the same match. Yes. Like how many times can the New Day take on Sheamus, Rich Holland, and and Butch? Exactly. Like how many variations of the match yeah. can you have like week <laughs> in and week out? It's the craziest thing. So I really feel like, you know, when you have Roman on the show, it's just it really feels like the show's watered down. And I totally get it. You can't have Roman save the show, but you have other superstars that you can actually make have prominent storylines. But I do feel Raw's been better. Overall, I do feel like SmackDown's taking a step down, um, which is weird because SmackDown was usually the wrestling show. So interesting. I hope Jared brings something to the table, something better than what they have now. Um, going over to Raw, RK Bro, Riddle, that mm. promo just pulled at my heartstrings. I mean, Nick, I know a guy like you has no heart, but hearing Riddle speak like that <laughs> and hearing him speak to you and letting him know how much Randy meant to him, the mentorship and, and whatnot, you know, I mean, he's he, he's he's the guy right now, right? Riddle's the guy. This is the time for him to, Riddle. to shine and go to the top. I agree. I mean, Riddle Riddle has all the talent and potential in the world. I mean, you're, every time you see him perform, you're seeing the future star, a future champion, uh, a guy that's going to be at the um, forefront of what the wrestling uh, WWE universe is going to look like over the next 10 years. There's no question about it. Um, and that was real, man. And you appreciate that, right? I mean, everybody wants to be relatable um, to, to, you know, famous people and to entertainers and you know the passion the man has for another human being that's changed his whole course of his career change probably changed his life right um that's pretty wild and you can see how much fun they're having and it was reciprocated randy too had a career rejuvenation as great as he is um this gave him an extra boost in the arm to really step his game up even higher than it already is and you're talking about one of the greatest ever do it um so to see riddle kind of now have an opportunity to go on his own um, and you know, Randy will always be in his corner and, and to be able to share and spread that knowledge to where Riddle can do the same for someone else down the line. That's what you, you look forward to is always passing the torch as you move forward in, in, in the course of history. No, and I agree, Nick, and, and well said in good points, you know, and it's funny yeah. looking at a guy like Riddle, you never would think of it like him and Vince McMahon, Vince would ever get put like stock behind him, yeah. but he Loves just that dude. Loves that dude. It, it blow. It's just funny. Cause Vince is just, he's Vince. Like he's an old stuck up 
you know, fuck. And 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 a guy like Riddle, who's you know, smokes weed, he's out there, flip flops kicking, bro. Like that stuff doesn't seem like it's Vince, but for some odd reason, chick, I guess chick magnet. <laughs> you know, I mean, shoot, it's crazy. But listen, Riddle, I, I'm so sorry to see Randy get hurt. Never want that. But I'm always afraid they were gonna no, have Randy turn on Riddle. This at least, if they can do this right, let Randy do his thing. Let Riddle go on a run, right, and let let Randy come back and continue where you left off. Yeah. Um, Tommy, Randy, I mean, I saw something come out. Jersey, I, what, I, what, would you ever, would you ever be opposed? Like, no, sorry to cut you off real quick, but like Riddle's to me is one of those guys that if anyone would ever beat Orton, Riddle would be somewhere in my category that could use a a, a monstrous push like that where you could have Randy come out and help him win the title. Is something that uh you know. Oh, you I mean, Riddle, Riddle be Roman. Riddle be Roman. Correct. You yeah, mean, like one yeah, of the yeah. few guys that I could see that you know has that type of possibility to do so, especially yeah, when you yeah. weren't coming back to help him or something like that. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Because what's good is like you already built the bad blood, right? So tying Randy back into that bloodline storyline right. would make absolute perfect sense. Now it would be you know apropos if they can do it correctly. But I'm with you. I think the only two guys on the roster, and I, I know I joke about saying the guy hasn't been born yet to beat Roman, but if there really are anyone on the roster to go over Roman in any way, it'd, it'd be Riddle or Theory. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's those two guys. So Nick, I'm with you when you say yes. If if I mean God, if if they were going to take the strap off Roman for any reason. Riddle to get it with Randy coming back as a surprise to help him because of that bloodline bad blood. Whew. That's that's a storyline I can get behind him. I want to watch and, that again. And then you could yeah. always have Randy Randy turn on Riddle at some point down the line, and then you have another feud right there that you can yeah. pass the torch over to Riddle full time. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, Tommy, I know that I believe you shared it on group chat because you are the guy with the news. Um, it's a, you're like a TNN, Tommy News Network. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, do you, Tommy, have the information, um, or what, what, what's going on with, uh, with Randy? Um, do you know what's happening with him? Is he going to some sort of surgery? Did they, they alluded to it? I think, I think WWE shared it and then you shared it too with us. I don't know if you have that information. Available. Yeah. What did it say? Yeah. It says he's currently undergoing consultation with neurosurgeons and orthopedic spine surgeons to determine the extent of his injury. Turkey course of treatment. So I mean, okay. If, I mean, this is legit. He's gonna be out for a while. I don't know if this is yeah. storyline. It really hasn't like that hasn't come out of storyline. It's legit, but I mean, if it's legit. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be out for a while. So I mean, and if you know, if it's storyline, and obviously he's probably taking the summer off. You know, which he deserves. I mean, the guy's been a workhorse for the last twenty plus years that we've seen. You know, I mean, so he definitely deserves it. But if it's legit, man, he's definitely gonna be out for a while. So we'll. Hopefully, you know, comes back all, you know, not too bad. Hopefully, we'll see what happens with it. But, man, if that's legit, it could be the end of his career. Who knows? I mean, I mean, he's a spine oh, and neurosurgeon. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Listen, you're that's right. The, the, if, when the back is one of the only things that you can't hurt, unfortunately. The back, the neck, yeah. and the head are yeah. the three things that, you know, once something happens badly, that that's almost wrap-up city, unfortunately. Exactly. So, hopefully, hopefully, it's, a, you know, a uh, you know just some abuse from over the years, but it's some rest and rejuvenation can kind of get him back on track. That'd be let's good. Hope, absolutely. Let's let's absolutely hope for our boy Randy. Randy, get better real, real soon. Um, Tommy, Judgment Day. Now, yeah. you're 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 a, you're a savvy social media guy. You you love a good meme. You like a good picture. <laughs> you're always sharing a good laugh. Edge taking one out of your playbook. Yes, he is. Okay. So for those who don't follow Edge on social media, at least recently you should. It's actually been kind of funny. What Edge has been doing recently is he's been just sharing random pictures of superstars. Uh, Page, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I feel like he's didn't he? Sh- who else has he shared? He shared a bunch of people. Bailey, <laughs> Bailey, Corey Graves, Styles, Baylor, Liv, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> he's had he had a thing of as uh, what's his name Ezekiel on KO's body, and then he just came <laughs> yesterday one one of Shotzi, which I did not see. So Ooh, that's, yeah, so. Yep. But um, real funny stuff by Edge. We do appreciate that a little bit, um, playing with the crowd, uh, playing with the, the fans. But, Tommy, uh, question to you, my friend. Judgment Day. Okay, so it's been, I think, a great place for Rhea to go because I feel like Rhea was in like, a weird place. They wanted her to be a face, and then they wanted to make her a heel, but then not make her a heel. They, she didn't turn on Nikki A.S.H., but then she turned on Liv, and she's kind of been all over the place. I feel like she's been kind of misused. Mm-hmm. And they have her in Judgment Day. I, I, I like this. Okay, we have a place for her. Okay, she's a heel. She looks like a heel. She's a heel. Yeah. Um, you know, Damian Priest, same thing. Now, Edge is teasing a fourth member. Out of all the people you shared, out of the people you know, who would be a good addition to you, you think, to uh, join Judgment Day? 
I mean, I, I mean, like I said, all the people we mentioned, I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool if he brings Tommaso Ciampa in, you know, obviously give him yeah. something to do. That'd be, I think that'd be the most logical at this point, being that he's like brand new to Raw and everything. But I mean, I mean, they can freaking swerve us. I mean, who knows? Maybe Bala joins. I mean, AJ, who the hell? I mean, we've seen stranger things happen in wrestling over the years. People join factions that we think, oh my God, would never happen. But I mean, at this point, I think anything's possible. But I think Ciampa would be the most logical at this point. So I'd be, I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, imagine that faction going against whoever. I think it'd just be awesome, man. Be a lot of fun to see. But yeah, definitely Ciampa, I would like to see. I'm with you. I think Ciampa could really use this. I feel like he's debuted on Raw, and he hasn't really done much that's been like really memorable at this point. I feel like he's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you pair him up with Edge in that group, I think he'd gotten to get some more prominent storytelling. So I'm all on board with Ciampa. Nick, I don't know if you have someone on the top of your head you want to shoot in there. If you agree with us, great. But who you think could be? Oh, I mean, could... of course, I, I agree for sure. I, I I think Ciampa needs it more than anybody anybody else does. Personally, obviously, yeah. I agree with you guys on that part. But man, I would love, I would love if it was a shock return with Paige, man. Like, you know, uh, yeah. I, rumors have it that, you know, she's been somewhat cleared and ready to go. And man, what a boost to not only that faction, but, um, you know, for another female star wrestler who, you know, was career was kind of cut short, not by her own doing, but unfortunately due to injury. But I mean, she was as good as it, as good as it got in the female division, multiple time champion. Um, and I think that'd be really cool, especially someone that's gone through as much as she has personally to be involved in. Edge's, uh, you know, resurrection of Judgment Day would be pretty damn cool as well. I think it'd be really cool. That'd be another great, great one to see. I'd sign up for apps. I'd sign up for um, one, if not both. Right? Why stop at one? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, which is cool. So Becky Lynch has been added to the Hell in a Cell main event with um, Asuka and Bianca Belair. It's now a triple threat match. Which, again, with with Sasha and Naomi walking out, we don't know what the original plan was. We've heard speculation of what the plan was going to be for Bianca at Hell in a Cell. They've had to obviously change their plans a little bit. They were going to go with Asuka and her one-on-one. They decided to add Becky Lynch to the match. I mean, I, I'm down for a triple threat because you still can get to save that, you know, that um, Bianca and Asuka one-on-one match for another, you know, another time. Mm-hmm. which is, I think, what they want to do. I think they want to give a little bit more time to it, which makes sense. So why not throw Becky in there a little bit, get a get a fun match, have Bianca go over, say, on Becky, have Sasha not, I mean, excuse me, Asuka not be pinned, and then have her at least be the next challenger, right? I don't think there's nothing wrong with that kind of planning. Um, big time Bex is is perfectly fine. She can definitely take an L. It's not going to hurt mm-hmm. her. And then she can kind of keep going down her her route that she's going, which is like kind of complaining. Um, you know, big time back. So I didn't, you know, I didn't get my chance. She can kind of still do her thing, and she can kind of get another storyline. So, um, she has been added, so that should be fun. And we'll kind of see what goes on from there. Um, we do have another show in town, Nick. I know you don't like to talk about it, but there is AEW, and I'm going to talk about it because I'm the host, and that's what I want to do. But <laughs> I will bo- say, I am the boss. <laughs> but this is cool, though. I know you like this. The show Dynamite started out hot. Wardlow, yeah. Sean Spears, oh, I mean, MJF yeah. in the doesn't in the, get much hotter than that. that That's yeah, cool. So, <laughs> I know at least for that, you definitely enjoyed that. So no question. Pretty much um, recapping right there is Wardlow took on Sean Spears with MJF as the guest referee. Of course, it was another ploy for them to kind of team up and jump Wardlow. Um, and it was another way where Wardlow had. I think I, I thought the stipulation is Wardlow had a win for him to actually take on MJF at Double or Nothing. Wardlow did win. Um, it was a fun match, Nick. It was fun. Very much fun. It was a way. It was a hot way to get it off. Um, you know, I know you don't like him, but I mean, MJF did his best Shawn Michaels impression with the referee in the shorts. <laughs> it was fantastic. really cool. It really, was. really cool. <laughs> Cannot say it wasn't. So that was really good. So we're gonna and obviously we're gonna get to our double or nothing predictions very shortly. So that was great. And when was the last time you saw a, fl- a flush a flush chair shot to the head? Because it's yeah. been a long time. Long time. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It's been a very long time. That was fantastic. I, I I love that shit. Even though I know it's dangerous, and you know what we know now, know with you know when it comes to scrambling the brains a little bit for a lot of people over the years, uh, it was yeah. still really cool, and it was a great throwback, man, to to see a legitimate chair shot. Yeah. To to, to you know to make to em- emphasize how special that moment was, and for you know what wrestling used to be. It was a nice homage. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I tell you, man, I feel like anything that MJF is in that company is like the top storyline to me. I'm, I know that I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, no, it's not even I'm debatable, a horror yeah. for him, but he's just, everything he's doing is just like, I just can't not watch. Like, I need he, he said more. he's better than you, and, and we all know it. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? At least he says that uh, Long Island is the most beautiful place in the world, and we do live on Long Island. So on Long Island. We are, we are, uh, we are fans of that. 
Um, we did have another, um, we did have a, uh, a semifinals match between Tony Storm and Dr. Britt Baker. Dr. Britt Baker won and will now take on Ruby Soho at uh, double or nothing for the champ for the winner of the Owen Hart Foundation Cup. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, you know, we love Britt Baker here at the, uh, at the Wrestling Journal. And um, we also did have another semifinals match, Samoa Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly with Samoa Joe going over. So we are going to get Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, at oh, double or nothing. So that is going to be yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to be a good time. Um, Rampage is something that I actually, and I, Nick, I don't know if you were going to appreciate this, but I know Tommy did, right? So the Young Bucks dressed up as Matt and Jeff Hardy. And when I tell you... It was, it was pretty damn funny. I, and I don't like him at all, but it was funny. <laughs> for, for a moment, when that music hit and they came out, until the announcers told me it wasn't Matt and Jeff Hardy, but it wasn't Jeff Hardy for a second. It took me a second, and I loved it. What I also loved, and I know Tommy probably definitely laughed, is Brandon Cutler was dressed up as Lita. Yeah, that, that was funny. funny. He had the thong out of his pants. It yeah. was good for him for being such a sport, man, because I can't tell you, man, on national TV, if I would do that, if I'd have the balls to do that. But he did you it, gotta man. Pay the bills. You got to pay, you the gotta bills. pay the bills. And then we also had gang. We had Gangrel too. Gangrel, <laughs> which was which was an interesting use. Of him, but you know, it was a perfect use, right? He can't wrestle right now. I mean, I'm sure he could, but it's not going to be enjoyable to watch him wrestle at this age. But it was still a, gr- a great way to like almost add a little bit to the storyline because we know back in the day, Gangrel was the manager of the Hardys at that time. Um, it was a good time. So he, went there, he, he can still throw one hell of a DDT, man, because that shit was yes, very he, impressive. Yes. It looked real good. Very good. Real good. Listen, if he had one move in him and that was the move, it, it, was, great, a good, it, was, it was a good move. So clean, clean. That was fun. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to Young Bucks and the Hardys. Um, that's going to be a great wrestling match. So, you know, Rampage and Dynamite were fun. Definitely enjoyed them. Um, let's get into double or nothing predictions. Um, and let's do this thing. We have a bunch of matches. I think we have 13 in total. So lots of breakdown. I know Joey's not here and he wasn't able to give his picks, but um, I'll do, we'll do our best to pick for who we think he would pick, which is going to be everyone wrong. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into the buy-in. We have Hookhausen, Hook and Danhausen taking on Tony Nese and Smart Nick, I mean, Smart Mark Sterling, sorry. Um, Tommy, let's start with you. Hookhausen, Tony Nese, Mark Sterling, who you got? Oh, I, I mean, you got to go Hookhausen. I mean, even though Danhausen's a freaking, you know, clown, but Hook is the real deal, so... <laughs> Gotta, yeah. gotta go with Hook. I'm sorry. Again, I mean, Tony Moose is legit, but come on, Sterling, come on now. That's yeah, that's ridiculous. Can't can't have the moose to them. T- tell us I, how you really I, feel I, about housing, Tommy. No, that's I, fucking funny. I mean, he's funny. Don't get me wrong, but he's just a fucking clown. I'm sorry. At this point, he's just a clown. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's definitely not going to give you a any technical show in the ring at all at any instance. I mean, I saw him live for the first time with Nick two weeks ago, and um, I mean, I know he, Nick was he lost him like in like eight seconds, right? Well, you were clapping, you were excited about it for a minute. Um, <laughs> I think I was and, trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to kill that fly. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what it was. That's what it was. But every, every, you know, um, all jokes aside, yes, Hookhausen, uh, Tommy, I'm going to go with Hookhausen, of course. Nick, I'm assuming, unless you swerve us. <laughs> I'm, I'm going double H here, hooking housing. Okay. Um, perfect. And then if, if, I, if I was Joey, of course, Joey would go hook housing too, of course. He would just so. go hook. He, he, housing's irrelevant to Joey. Yeah, exactly. yeah. He's, he's all yeah. hook. Joey is, Joey's, hook, Joey's a hook guy. He likes red rum. Um, so we got next Kyle O'Reilly taking on Darby Allen. Interesting here. Yeah, you know, Darby did lose, you know, to Jeff Hardy. Kyle O'Reilly did lose to Samoa Joe. Um, Two guys, this should be fun. Um, Nick, I'll start with you. Kyle O'Reilly, Darby Allen. I know you don't like one, but who do you think is going to win? <laughs> I'm going to go with the one I don't like. I think Darby's going to get a win. He's, uh, you know, he he puts on some entertaining stuff. He, he's a he's reckless renegade, which I could always appreciate. Um, and he's been on a little bit of a tough streak in winning big matches. So I think he'll he'll get a big big win over O'Reilly here at Double or Nothing. Uh, I have to agree with you. I think with Adam Cole taking on um, Samoa Joe later, I do think Adam Cole will get the win, which we'll get to momentarily. So with that being said, the undisputed elite, I think um, would need a, would, uh, would get the win there. So I think you're right. I'm going with Darby with the win over Kyle O'Reilly. Tommy, we got. Yeah. Darby as well. Darby. Okay. All right. So far, boys, we're all aligned. Let's see if this next match will divide us. We have the House of Black, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King taking on Death Triangle. Pac, Penta Oscuro, and Ray Phoenix. Uh, Tommy, House mm-hmm. of Black, Death Triangle. We got. 
I'm going House of Black. I just think uh, I don't think it's time for the for a loss in a, any kind of match right now. Definitely House of Black. Yep, uh, I'm with you. I think House of Black. I'm waiting for Julia Hart to be finally a member into the House yes. of Black. Maybe yeah. we'll get it. I, th- I think Sunday. it's happening this Sunday. I agree yeah, with you, Jerry. Cool. I think it, I think this is the big night for that. That'll be a great great debut. You know, because that triangle has um, what's his name, Alex Avrahante, I believe his name is. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm pronouncing that correctly. So maybe he kind of gets there. Maybe she kind of comes in, does something to like take him out of the picture, the equation in some form or fashion, who knows, or she just helps the house of black win and get over on that triangle in one way or another. So um, Nick, obviously with you saying that, I'm assuming you're going house of black. House of black for sure. Although I do love death triangles name. I think that's a fantastic, fantastic wrestling. Uh, it uh, is. Team name. Oh, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think the house of black is a pretty good one too. No, no, no question. No, no, question, no with I, you. Just, I didn't see yeah. that triangle coming out. It came out of nowhere for me considering yeah. all, all the pieces to that puzzle is a little unique in their own way, but yeah, uh, yeah that triangle is cool. Perfect. Nick, I'm going to stay with you. Jade Cargill, your TBS champion taking on your girl, Anna J. This is now her second time. As much as I love Anna Jay, but yeah. it's that bitch, Jay Cargill. That, she that is bitch a show. big fan of Jay Cargill. Yeah, she's she really is. She's something. She is storm to me. I don't know, and I don't know if you guys got a chance to read that article she did for the um, the uh, the was it the Athletic? Maybe, maybe. No, oh, no, I the, didn't play, get a the, the player, the player, Players uh, Tribune. Players, Players Tribune. Tribune. She had a great article in there, and if you guys didn't get a chance to read, really, it, um, okay. it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's very cool. Nice call. I'll send it to you guys definitely. in the link too. Yeah, it's a good article. It's short, but it's good. Please do. Definitely, definitely interested. Uh, Tommy, that bitch yeah. show and yeah. Jay. Absolutely, yeah. that Jade all the way. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm Jade's the only one who's gonna who's gonna catch Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> maybe at this point, maybe. <laughs> um, I think Joe would go Jade in this one too. So, um, so far we're all aligned. Maybe this next one will kind of change us. Let's see. We have American Top Team. Okay, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Page Van Zandt with Dan Lambert mm-hmm. taking on Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, Tay Conti. Now there is a stipulation: if American Top Team wins, neither Guevara or Kazarian can ever challenge T- uh, the TNT Championship as long as Scorpio is the champion. I'll start off with this one. Um, I'm going American Top Team. I think Page's debut in AEW. I think this is a way to kind of move Guevara and Kazarian away from uh, Scorpio Sky. So it can be some more challenges, some different challenges in the TNT division. I think this would make a lot of sense. Also, heel versus heel is a weird, yeah. weird way to pair. And for some reason, to me personally, this is definitely not getting over as I think they're intending it to. I don't I don't like this heel versus heel uh, matchup between these two. But I'm going American top team. Uh, Nick, who do you got? America's top team. Paige Van Zandt will put on a show on Sunday. There we go. Tommy? Yeah, American top team all the way. American top team all the way. Okay. Um, here's one. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a good one. The Hardys, the Young Bucks, the team of the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s versus the team of the 20s, 2010s, and 2020s. Oh, don't say that. The young, <laughs> listen, I agree. They are schmucks. They are whatever. But those, those brothers can wrestle, man. They do have a lot of fun. Take take Dave Meltzer and his stupid ratings aside. Yeah, This will be a fun tag team match. No, it'll be, it's this is be why we like tag team wrestling is, is this match right here. So technically, this is a dream match for, for, for tag team wrestling, to be quite honest, if you ask many people, except for Nick. But let's see. Um, me personally, I'm going Young Bucks in this one. Uh, Tommy, who you got? Yeah, I'm with Young Bucks as well. I think it'd be a good win for them against the Hardys. Nick, what are you thinking? I I, I want the Hardys to win, but uh, the middle aged Bucks are gonna are gonna win. <laughs> oh, the, the middle aged Bucks. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, all right, match number seven. It's gonna be a long night, boys, on Sunday. Thank God everyone's off on Monday, or majority of the world is off on Monday. Um, we have a three way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. We have Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus taking on Team Taz's Ricky Sark's Powerhouse Hobbs, taking on Limitless Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Um, this is an interesting one. This is tough. Uh, Nick, I'm going to start with you. See how you kick this one off. Who's walking away? I'm going, Lee, I'm going Lee and Swerve here. I really am. Really? Okay. I, yeah, I am. I am. I'm kind of excited. I mean, I know they were kind of, they were kind of just paired together or whatever, but I just feel like... Uh, I think they both need something. They're both really good, and I think they both need something a little bit more. Uh, Lucha, um, Lucha and uh, – oh, my God. What's the Jungle guy's Boy. name again? Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. They've had the title for a little while now, um, the titles for a little bit, so I think uh, they're going to go in a new direction. Um, and it would be cool to see Keith Lee get a, get a little uh, little glory here. She hasn't had any in a while. 
nice shot taken there. And you know, it's, it's funny. It's funny you say that, Nick, right? Because obviously, um, Jurassic Express did win over um, Penta and Ray Phoenix, and that was the time, unfortunately, Ray Phoenix got hurt and was out for a little while. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. But I, I don't feel that Jungle Express's tag team run was like this memorable moment. I think the win was no, like it was. It really wasn't. It's kind of been a little bit. Uh, it's kind of been a little bland, to be honest. Right. Unfortunately, not not their own doing. It's just I just don't think the, the the booking's been a little lackluster, and the match is really, you know, they haven't really done it for me personally. So yeah. I think uh, it's kind of got a little stale, and I think they got to, you know, it's kind of uh, spark it up a little bit with something new. Sure. So I think Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland winning would not be crazy to to book. So let's see how that happens. Um, me personally, I think I'm going to go with Jurassic Express to win because I think the Young Bucks are going to be challengers soon because I think they want to eventually get a Young Bucks Hardys match for the titles and you don't know how long, you know, the Hardys have, obviously this is definitely their last run. You'd have to think. So I'm going to go Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Express retaining, but I do see what you're talking about, Nick. Um, Tommy, what do you think? I want Swerve and Lee, but I do think it's going to be Jurassic Express. I think just give them one more kick at the can of this. And then, like you said, I think something down the road, maybe the next pay-per-view, like at least they, they drop the title. But for now, I think it's going to be Jurassic Express. Yeah, and Tommy, I think it's a good point because what they can do is they can pin someone from Team Taz and still redo Jurassic Express and Keith Lee and Strickland at some other event, and then there you go. You can get the titles on that way, right? So I'm with you. I do think the title should go to Lee and Strickland at some point. I think think they both can really use it. So Absolutely, yeah, totally. And you can always take Jungle Boy and put him into some TNT title match with with, Scorpio Sky. That can be a lot of fun, good wrestling. So Um, This one, interesting. Anarchy in the arena. (laughs) <laughs> the Jericho Appreciation Society, the sports entertainers of AEW, Chris Jericho, Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, Daniel Garcia, and Jake Hager taking on Eddie Kingston, uh, Santana Ortiz, and the Blackpool Comic Club's Brian Danielson and John Moxley. Talk about star power in this match. My goodness. Jericho, Moxley, Brian, a lot of guys, a lot of guys. This should be fun. Those stadium stampede matches were a lot of fun. This should be a good one. How they're going to do it, what they're going to do, what does this mean exactly? I guess we'll find out. This is going to be a blast. Um, you got to go. You got to go with Eddie Santana Ortiz and the Blackpool Comic Club. I think, in my opinion, I think the Jericho Appreciation Society needs this win more to kind of solidify them because you know it's not the inner circle, right? We've replaced a tag team and a singles guy with another tag team and a singles guy, but I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's, they have the same star power as the other group did. But for some reason, someone's telling me to lean to the Blackpool Comic Club, Eddie and Santana Ortiz. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, Tommy, who are you going with? Uh, it's a tough one. Really a tough one. Um, Tommy doesn't get stumped like this often. I know. It's <laughs> tough. I mean, you got you said, so much star power in this one. I don't know where to go with it. Um, I'll go with Blackpool and those guys. Yeah, what the hell? I'll go with them. All right. What the hell? I like it. What the hell? Nick, who do you got? I'm going with my boy, the Jericho Appreciation Society. I think uh, they could use the win more, no question about it. Uh, and I think they needed a little bit more legit- legitimacy as far as, you know, some of the younger guys in the faction. So I'd like to see them get the win, another one for the GOAT, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Okay, there we go. Nick, I'm going to stay with you. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Ruby Soho for the Women's Owen Hart Foundation Final. Who's walking out the winner? I have a funny, funny, horrible feeling uh, they're going to make Ruby win, but I hope not. And I'm going to go with Dr. Britt Baker um, just because it's what should happen. <laughs> That's fair. What should happen? I like it. This is a tough one for me, too. Something tells me Ruby as well. I think Britt Baker winning would just, I don't know, man. I feel like she doesn't, she doesn't really need it. You I know, know. So she doesn't it's need like, it, but, but it just, it just feels like so. If she was going to lose, she should lose to somebody a little bit with a little bit more juice than Ruby. So, in my personal opinion, uh, yeah, and maybe this could have been the Doctor Bert Baker Tony Storm finale. This but. is what it should have been. They Tony Khan muffled the bracket like he does a lot of other things. Uh, you had, to, of course, <laughs> had to get a shot in there. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go Ruby Soho as I don't want to go with, now that I don't like her, I think she's fine. I just, you know, yeah, I, I agree I, with you. I, I hear what you're I just saying. think, I think Britt Baker to me obviously would, would be cool to win this, but I totally get it. Ruby could be need, definitely need it more. Ruby's than got the momentum right now. All signs point yeah. towards her right now. Yeah. Tommy, what are you thinking? Yeah. Britt, Britt doesn't need this. Ruby needs it more. So I'll give it to Ruby. All right. Let's go to the men's side. Britt Baker's boyfriend, Adam Cole. Taking on Samoa Joe for the men's final. Now, there's a note here on Wikipedia. I don't know how true or not it is. It says Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh are barred from ringside. 
So it looks like we're going to get an actual one-on-one match, um, which is fine for these two. I am down for that. Um, Samoa Joe, the Ring of Honor television champion, Adam Cole. I'm going Adam Cole Bay Bay um, to win the Men's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Final. Uh, Nick, who you got? Oh, man, you can't go wrong with either one. Um, Jeez. I'm I want and I'm going to Joe here. I want Joe. Uh, Joe has okay. been one of the one of the most talented wrestlers of his time. Um, he's had a lot of in, injuries over the last few years. Of, you know, sold a lot of his momentum. But it'd be really cool to see him get a, a huge win, especially over someone like Adam Cole. Adam Adam Cole could lose almost every match, and you feel like he never loses legitimately. And you know, yeah. Joe being Joe being a champion in his own right, I think it'd be cool for him to win the tournament. I'm with you. I hear you, man. Totally logical. Uh, Tommy. We got. I think Cole wins, but I think something happens. Like those, I think those guys you mentioned that are barred from ringside, something's definitely going to happen. They're going to cost Joe the match. So I'm going to go with Cole. Sons of bitches, Jay Lethal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be match of the night, or it could be the most anticipated match of the night. MJF versus Wardlow. Okay. Stipulation: If Wardlow wins, he'll be granted his release from his contract with MJF. And if MJF wins, Wardlow is permanently banned from AEW and will have to sign with WWE. Um, <laughs> this is, this has got stakes for stakes. Did Vince write uh, that stipulation? Cause I think, that uh, I, I think he did. I think, I think he did edit this Wikipedia page. It's either him or Nick Khan, one of the two. Um, all jokes aside, this should be a lot of fun. They've been building for this. We've kind of seen this, this writing on the wall eventually at some point, And now we finally have the culmination. So I'm looking very much looking forward to it. It sounds crazy to think. I think there's, I'd bet the whole house Warlow is walking out the winner. I mean, it just makes perfect sense. It's clean storytelling. It, it is what it is. Warlow will be an AEW superstar come Sunday night. Uh, Tommy, shout out to Warlow. Absolutely. And I can only, I hope, I really hope he gives MJF like 10 power bombs, man. The, the crowd <laughs> will be going nuts if he does that. So I think it definitely will love. be so much fun to see that. Yeah, Nick, MJF Wardlow. This is a good one. Uh, it's a huge think? one. This fantastic. It's definitely going to be Wardlow, but it's going to be a damn good match. And I will guarantee you, he will powerbomb MJF at least 10 times as a, as a perfect shot at the chairman as well. It'll Can't be, wait. It, it'll be a 10 powerbomb sy- symphony. Oh, I cannot wait. That'll be a blast. <laughs> I mean, listen, Wardlow took 10 shots, you know, 10 lashes. So this would be kind of fun and would be uh, really funny if that played out that way too in reverse for MJF with powerbomb. So, Good call out, and let's. Uh, we're definitely going to count, and we'll, we'll refer back to that next week on the show. Um, I will tell you this, boys. This I am not looking forward to at all. AEW Women's World Championship match: Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb. They are both horrendous on the mic. Serena Deeb is cringeworthy. Yeah. Listening to her this week on Dynamite with the, whatever she was doing with Dustin Rhodes and how she was speaking to Tony Schiavone and what she was doing to get over. That is, oh my God, take the mic out of her hand. I know she's a fantastic wrestler. Fantastic wrestler. Like, oh my God, she's she a technical savant. But boy, oh boy, she's horrible on the mic. And, and Thunder Rosa, listen, I love you. And that moment was huge going over Britt Baker. I'm so happy like you made it. But my girl, you are... You're not a great talker either. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to the wrestling aspect of this feud. I am definitely done with the talking. I'm happy talking is done. With that being said, Thunder Rosa will walk out champion still. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Yeah, I, I agree. Thunder Rosa will, will retain the title. Okay. Tommy? Yeah, Thunder Rosa, absolutely. Thunder Rosa. All right. Boys, we have our main event. Mm-hmm. This one is This one is hard for me to book. Yeah. I've been going back and forth yesterday today and whatnot we have the aew world championship match hangman adam page pg punk um i could see them both winning i literally could not be more split on this match i flipped a coin this morning i said hangman was heads heads is what showed up i'm going hangman adam page for the win tommy what you got I mean, like you said, this is a tough one, but I mean, after he debuted almost a year ago, I think it's time to give Punk the title. I mean, I love Hangman. Don't get me wrong. He's been a great champion, but I mean, you don't have a guy like Punk, especially all the crap he was doing for the last, you know, year, all these stupid feuds he was in, not to have him win his first uh, title opportunity. So I got to give it to Punk with this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nick, close us out on the predictions. As much as I don't like it, as much as I don't want it, CM Punk will be the new heavyweight champion. 
and it will lead to the lowest rated heavyweight championship <laughs> run of all time. I love it. I love it. Never change, Nick. Never change. <laughs> Boys, that is 13 matches predicted. That's boy, oh boy, that show, was man. long. That's a big show. That's a long yeah, show. Right. That's very, very cool. But you long can do that show. when you have, you know, one pay-per-view a quarter. It's fantastic. I do appreciate that. I do like that they they do allow the pay-per-views to be what the pay-per-views should be and not just just events that happen once a month that these like this feel like a, a stacked and loaded card yeah. and it's supposed to be that because it's a pay-per-view right um so again tomorrow may 29th 8 p.m double or nothing i'm assuming the buy-in will be an hour before prior and we'll um you know we're gonna kick it off with hookhausen versus tony nice and mark sterling again boys wrestling what a week it was wow that was a lot to talk about but it's the end of the show. And when it comes to the end of the show, we have MVPs. I'm going to go first. This one is, I'm going to be pandering to the crowd with this one, but sometimes you got to do it. Joey, Joseph, Crush, you are my MVP this week. Congratulations again. Natalie J. Great wrestling name, by the way. Natalie J. She'll be in AEW one day, I'm sure. Um, if Nick has anything to do with it, she'll be in WWE, but we'll see. <laughs> um, congratulations. You are my MVP this week. I'm so happy for you and your family. You know, we love you dearly. Uh, best of luck. Can't wait to get you back on the show, but just can't wait to get some baby pictures and just hear all how it's going that now your family of three is now a family of four. And I'm of course, not counting Hank. I'm not <laughs> counting Hank because I mean, he's a bad boy. He's <laughs> just a bad fucking boy. Uh, Tommy MVP. MVP. Yes. Mm. Guess I'll go with after that steel cage, man. I'll go with Warlow. What the hell, man? I've been picking him weeks and weeks. Yeah. I'm not gonna stop now. Dude, shout out to Warlow, man. He's done yeah. a great job yeah. in this whole moment. He feels uh, big, great. important, and a star. And yeah. he's gonna he's gonna get his uh he's gonna get the crown finally on Sunday. Uh Nick, close us out. MVP. I'm gonna go with Joseph Crush's significant other, Lori Slavinsky. Oh. She, she's the one who dealt with the nine months of, of Joey's 30 seconds of fun. Um, it's just oh, going to, it's just <laughs> nice. But Lori's a real trooper. Um, you know, you, we all know mom's work is, is significantly greater than us, us our work as, as dads to be. Um, so shout out to Lori. I hope she's feeling good. I hope she's feeling, you know, better soon. And uh, big shout out to the Slavinsky family for sure. Yes, awesome. Well, well played. Very funny. And Joey, when he listens, will pop for that. You know, he loves those. <laughs> he loves those shots taken, especially good ones like that. Um, everyone, episode 108 of Ooh. the Wrestling Journal podcast. Whew. I take a deep breath of that one. 108. My goodness. Um, <laughs> you can find us on social media at WrestleBuzz on Twitter with three Z's at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Face chat, snap face, Insta chat, whatever we, whatever social media Joey's on, I'm sure. Um, you can download us anywhere a podcast can be downloaded by just searching the Wrestling Journal podcast. You can ask your smart speaker to say, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of the Wrestling Journal podcast. And she will drink nerd with us, drink nerd today, drink nerd during double or nothing. Everyone, we thank you very much. Be safe. Take care. Watch for wrestling.